You're listening to the Oddscast, the original UFC betting podcast that's straight to the point. Hosted by leading MMA oddsmaker Nick Kalikas and MMA journalist Brian Hemminger, they provide you the absolute best UFC betting info, picks, statistics, and analysis from the most respected authority in mixed martial arts betting. MMAoddsbreaker.com. Don't place your wagers without us. Welcome to the Oddscast, presented by BetDSI. I'm Brian Hemminger, joined today by leading mixed martial arts oddsmaker Nick Kalikas to break down this Saturday's UFC on ESPN Plus 23 event, which takes place in Busan, South Korea. If you're unfamiliar with our format, Nick and I will typically break down the fight card from top to bottom, providing extensive analysis and a pick for each fight after doing our film study for the event. That would normally be the case, but... Due to Nick recently relocating to Las Vegas, plus the crazy holiday season and schedule, this is going to be an extremely quick cast. You're going to get the basic odds and information, uh, our picks, and then maybe just some very, very small bit of information. Uh, we need to squeeze this podcast in uh, in a very short amount of time. So Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays, everyone. This will probably be the shortest odds cast you will have ever heard. Now, uh, looking back at our last event, Kyle Marley's premium bets for UFC 245 were terrific, winning 10 units overall. Uh, he won his parlay on Amanda Nunes with Peter Yan. He also won his one-unit free bet on Kamaro Usman. Kyle has his bets and fantasy MMA picks available now on MMAOspeaker.com. Back to the present, UFC on ESPN Plus 23 features a 13-fight card and will be aired on U- on ESPN Plus this Saturday morning. Let's dive right in. Now, kicking things off on the preliminary card, we have a bantamweight fight between Alatang Haile, who is 13-7-1, and, and Ryan Benoit, who is 10-5. Now, Nick... Where did this fight open, and how did the public ship things so far? All right, quickly before we get started, like Brian said, happy holidays. We're mainly getting this out there for you guys to say Merry Christmas and to uh, just show you guys some loyalty because you guys have been loyal to us all these years, so we appreciate it. We got some great things happening in 2020, like I said. Uh, like Brian just mentioned, I moved to Vegas, uh, com. The headquarters will now be in Las Vegas, so exciting things are coming in 2020, so make sure you tune in to our shows and to our website, of course, at com. And for this weekend, head over. Click on the premium picks tab, as always, and check out Big Marley 3's premium plays. He's got some winners for you, as he always does, so make sure you guys head over there. And also check out BetDSI.eu. That's our sponsored podcast. But getting right into this, again, it's going to be basically quick information and quick uh, pick segment here. And the first fight opened Benoit minus 160, Alatang at plus 130. And the current number here, we are seeing across the market at the Don Best screen and at BetDSI. We are currently seeing the price at... Benoit, minus 120, minus 110 for Alatang. This is going to be an interesting fight. Should go back and forth. My pure pick right now, there has been obviously more action coming in Alatang's way, but slightly, and there's going to be some two-way action coming into this fight. And with uh, Benoit time being out, it's it's a difficult one for me. I'm going to go with Tang in the upset win here. So it's a, definitely a pick-em type of fight, but I'll lean Alatang. And I'm going to go the same way. Uh, Benoit is... Incredibly powerful striker, but I think Alatang will be able to take him down, and that is a, one of the weaknesses of Benoit's game. So I'm going to side with Alatang, uh, although if it stays on the feet, Benoit probably wins. Now dropping down to the strawweight division, 
we have Miranda Granger, who is 7-0, and taking on Amanda Lemos, who is 6-1-1. and Now, Nick, what's the MMA Oddsmakers' perspective on this one? Granger opened minus 350, the comeback on Lemos at plus 250. Right now, over at BetDSI, we are seeing... Granger at minus 185, the comeback on Lemos at plus 155. Action coming in on the dog Lemos here. I don't blame him. This is going to be an exciting women's fight. I think there is maybe a little bit too much hype on Granger right now, so I can understand the dog action, but I am going to side with Granger here. I think she is a talented fighter, and I think this, even though this will be competitive and both fighters are going to have the moments, I, I lean with Granger to get it done, probably inside the distance. And I think this fight will be competitive. Uh, Lemos, I think, is the more talented fighter, but she is coming off a very long layoff, um, and I'm also a bit concerned uh, about just how she's going to perform uh, stepping into the cage with uh, some ring rust. Some fighters don't have it, but I think Lemos probably will. Um, that being said, uh, if she is at the same condition as Granger, I think Lemos actually gets it done. So I'm going to side with Amanda Lemos. Uh, I think she probably gets a decision. Now moving up to the men's flyweight division, we have Alexandre, Alexander Pantoja, who is 21 and 4, taking on Matt Schnell, who is 14 and 4. Now Nick, where did this fight open and how has the public shifted things so far? Pantoja open minus 160, the comeback on Schnell plus 130. Right now over at BetDSI, we are seeing Pantoja at minus 240, the comeback plus 195 the other way on Schnell. So minus 240 plus 195, action coming from Pantoja's way. I agree with it. I know the Schnell's been amazing. He's such a good fighter as well, but I think it's just a stylistically a bad matchup for him here because I, I think Pantoja's grittiness and his toughness is going to prevail throughout the three-round fight. So I think he finds a spot, maybe even finishes Schnell along the way. So I like Pantoja here. I agree with the early action coming in that way. As far as value goes, I think the values are already taken out, so stay away from it as far as the bet goes. But my pick, Pantoja. And I'm with Pantoja as well, although I will admit Schnell has uh, outperformed my expectations for him recently. Uh, I thought that his chin was a big issue and He's going out there and uh, taking care of business his last few fights. But I think Pantoja has a good enough chin to withstand Schnell's power and good enough submission defense to avoid a, a sneaky submission from Schnell. And Pantoja should be just a little bit better than Schnell everywhere else. So I am siding with Pantoja. Now, moving up to the lightweight division, we have Dong Hyung Ma, who is 16, 10, and 3, taking on Omar Morales, who is 8, no. Now, Nick, what's the MMA Oddsmakers perspective on this one? Morales open minus 150, Ma plus 120. And right now what we're seeing over at BetDSI is minus 210 for Morales, the comeback on Ma plus 150. Another exciting fight. Ma's definitely not an easy guy to fight. Uh, I think that he's actually underrated at times because he's physical in all aspects of the game. He could beat you on the feet. He could beat you on the ground as well. But I think, again, stylistically, Morales is going to be game. And I don't think Ma's going to be the guy to take that uh, zero away from his record. So I like Morales here to get the W, and I think the public's on the right track with it as well. So, again, cautious, though, at betting over 2-1 to one in this line. So be careful. But I'm picking Morales to win. And I agree. It feels like Ma's being fed here to Morales, who is the up-and-coming undefeated uh, prospect, and Ma is more the uh, solid, well-rounded veteran that can take a beating and um, look good doing it. Uh, so I think Morales gets the job done, probably by uh, knockout. Now, 
Dropping down to the Bantamweight division, we have Saeed Nurmagomedov, who is 13-1, taking on Rayoni Barcelos, who is 14-1. Now, Nick, where did this fight open, and how has the public shifted things so far? Saeed open minus 165, Barcelos at plus 135. Right now, what we're seeing over at BetDSI is a basically... It's a pick them across the dumbass screen. At BetDSI, we're seeing Saeed minus 120. The comeback on Barcelos at minus 110. So basically a pick them fight. You can't find a pick them exact price on the market out there as well. This is going to be a pick them type of fight as well. I agree with it. But I am going to leave with Saeed myself. I think that I like what I from both fighters. But I like more recently um, Saeed's improvement more than anything else. I think this guy's legit and he's going to make some waves and pick up another quality win here over Barcelos. So my pick is Saeed in a pick them price. I think there might be a little bit of value there. And I'm right with you. Uh, Barcelos is super talented and has finished all three of his opponents so far in the UFC, but uh, Saeed is a very exciting striker with the ability to keep the fight standing. Um, there's a lot of unique striking attacks, and I think as long as he does keep it standing, uh, he should be able to outpace and outwork Barcelos, uh, and I think he probably wins a decision. So my pick is Nurmagomedov. Now... Moving up to the featherweight division, we have Suman Mokhtarian, who is 8-1, and one, taking on Sung Woo Choi, who is 7-3. and three. Now, Nick, what's the MMA oddsmaker's perspective on this one? Choi minus 160, the opener. Mokhtarian plus 130. And right now, that opener did not last as Choi at bet DSI is all the way up at minus 285. The comeback on Mokhtarian at plus 230. Honestly... I mean, if you put the records on paper aside, there's no question that I think Choi is the better fighter here, and he should get it done. So I'm not going to spend too much time on it. Again, the early action is probably right in this fight. I think Choi is going to be too much for Mokhtarian, and he gets the win here. So I'm picking Choi to win. And with me, uh, neither guy has really impressed so far with uh, Choi dropping uh, to losses to Tucker and Evloev and Mokhtarian getting knocked out by Sodiq Yusuf. Uh, that being said, um, I do think that Choi is uh, a talented fighter. He just hasn't had a very good matchup yet, and I think this is a much better matchup for him. So uh, my pick is going to be Choi. I think uh, if he does win, it's going to be by knockout. Now, moving up to the heavyweight division, we have Cyril Gane, who is 5-0, taking on Tanner Boser, who is 17-5-1. Now, Nick... Where did this fight open, and how has the public shifted things so far? Ghani, minus 280, the comeback on Bozer, plus 220. Quality heavyweight matchup here, but right now it's Ghani, at minus 600, a bit DSI, the comeback on Bozer, plus 400. And another spot that I think is right. I mean, Bozer's a tough out for sure. He's it's definitely going to be testing uh, Ghani here, but I think Ghani's a special type of talent. I mean, what we've seen from him in this short time, definitely keep an eye out on this guy for sure. So I think 6-1 to one is right. I think he's going to go out here and probably finish a tough Bozer. So, and again, not disrespecting Bozer, but I just think that's the way it kind of plays out. So Ghani is my pick. And again, if you guys want to throw him in a parlay or two or take him inside the distance, I wouldn't blame you here. And I think Gane is uh, going to be bigger, stronger, faster, uh, the better striker. Um, I think Gane possibly better with submissions. I mean, this guy is the complete package. He's the next big thing in the heavyweight division. Bozer's talented, but he is a little too cautious for my liking. Uh, Gane is the real deal, um, and I think that he takes care of business here. I would not be shocked if he finishes Bozer along the way. So my pick is going to be Ciro Gane. 
Now, moving on to the Bantamweight division, we have Kyung Ho Kang, who is 16 and 8, taking on Pyung Wan Lu, who is 15 and 5. Now, Nick, what's the MMA oddsmaker's perspective on this one? Kang open minus 260, the comeback on Lou plus 200. And right now what we're seeing over at BetDSI is currently Kang minus 255, the comeback plus 205 on Lou. You know what? I, I agree with it as well. This is a, a line that kind of is sitting steady from the opener, and there is two-way action coming into this fight as well. It should be a good one. should be a fun one. Um, I'm not going to pick against Kang, though, here. I think that he's – just a little bit more savvy. He's a little bit more able to control where this fight goes. And even though I, I do have, I think he has some defensive flaws and I don't trust him all the way, especially against Lou here. I think he probably has enough to get it done. So another tough one to bet at minus two and a half to one, but I like Kang to get it done. And I'm right with you. Uh, Kang is a specialist on the ground, excellent grappler, good takedowns, good scrambling ability. And as long as he's able to get the fight to the ground and keep it there, he should win. Although I am a little bit concerned if Lou is able to keep it standing. Uh, Lou is a pretty talented striker and a, a very capable fighter uh, starting his UFC career off with two wins before his most recent defeat. So my pick will be Kang, however. Now moving up to the middleweight division, we have Jun Young Park, who is 10 and 4, taking on Mark Andre Berrialt, who is 11 and 3. Now Nick, with this fight open, and how has the public shifted things so far? Berrialt, minus 130, Park, even money, and right now what we're seeing at BetDSI, Berrialt, minus 130, Park, even money, so lines again, basically exactly the same across the market, we're seeing minus 130s, plus 110s out there, so... Another solid line that's getting two-way action for sure, and it's another tough one to bet, obviously. This should be an exciting fight. I'm going to lean slightly towards the favorite here as well, uh, Baralt. I think he probably gets it done. I like what I see from him a little bit more, but should be another um, barn burner, really. And if they're, you're going to bet this, I think it is a favorite or pass situation. And I'm going to go the other way. Uh, Barry Alt started his UFC career off with two straight losses. Uh, Park started his UFC career off with a loss as well. Um but, you know, Park is the, the hometown fighter. He did enter the UFC on a seven-fight winning streak. And I think that uh, propelled by the hometown advantage and uh, the fans cheered for him, I think he gets the job done uh, in his home country. So my pick will be Park. Now, moving up to the light heavyweight division, we have Da On Jung, who is 12 and 2, taking on Mike Rodriguez, who is 10 and 10-4. Now, Nick, what's the MMA oddsmaker's perspective on this one? Jung opened minus 400, the comeback on Rodriguez, plus 300. Head-scratcher. Jung minus 400, Rodriguez plus 300. Right now, over at BetDSI, we are seeing Rodriguez minus 125, the comeback on Jung minus 105. I... I mean, I realize that Jung has a legit shot to win this fight. Rodriguez definitely shown some his flaws, but this line is far more accurate than obviously the opening line was. Um, that said, I'm going to lean towards Rodriguez actually in all the action. So the sports books are definitely the ones that put up the early lines are definitely going to be sweating this one a little bit here. Um, but I do think that it's going to be a good fight. Realistically, go either way. Both these guys present some serious problems, but I do like Rodriguez. I think he's going to get himself another W here on the road. And I'm right with you. Uh, yes, Jung is a talented fighter, but 
uh, he really has not faced a strong level of competition. So even though he's entering this fight having won 11 fights in a row, um, I think, uh, I mean, you look at who he beat, you know, there's an 0-3 guy in there, there's a guy making his debut, there's an 0-2 guy in there, a 1-3 guy. So uh, I, I really doubt that he's faced anybody at the level of Mike Rodriguez, who is uh, 1-2 in the UFC, but also has a, a knockout on the Contender Series and was a CES veteran. So I'm going to side with Mike Rodriguez. I think he wins by knockout. Now, dropping down to the featherweight division, we have Duho Choi, who is 14 and 3, taking on Charles Jourdain, who is 9 and 2. Now, Nick, where did this fight open, and how has the public shifted things so far? Choi minus 280, Jourdain plus 220, the opening line. Right now, what we're seeing over at BetDSI is Choi minus 335, the comeback on Jourdain at plus 255. So I'm not surprised a little bit of action came in Choi's way here. He's definitely the more popular fighter you know in the mainstream to the fans a little bit more as well but this is going to be another tough one i mean especially at the betting window since they got bet up a little bit so i would probably stay away from this i'm not going to get into too much detail with it i do think Choi uh, comes over with the window but i don't think there is any value at laying over three to one on this fight as well so my pick is Choi, and uh, like i said i think the action probably is right but don't even put this in a parlor stay away from it at this point it's always exciting to see the Korean Superboy in action, and I think he gets the win as well. Uh, Jordan is talented. He beat some quality opponents to earn his trip to the UFC, and uh, I do think that he'll put up a good fight, but uh, in terms of uh, pure power, Choi definitely is uh, the superior striker, I think, but uh, he does have a tendency to get into brawls, and that could be to his detriment here, but I will side with Choi. Now, moving on to the co-main event in the light heavyweight division, we have Vulcan Ozdemir, who is 16-4, taking on Alexander Rakic, who is 12-1. Now, Nick, what's the MMA oddsmaker's perspective on this one? Rakic, minus 145, Ozdemir, plus 115. That was the opening line. Right now, we're seeing Rakic, minus 150, plus 120 in Ozdemir. So, line was very good um, opening press, and it's sitting steady there as well. And I think it's about right, too, as far as who should be favored in what spot as far as the public line goes. So Ozmir, you got to definitely look at him as a huge threat. This is a big test for Rakic. I think he's ready for it, and I think he probably gets it done. So I do like him as a favorite here. I think, um, again, you got to be careful because you don't want to lay too much money against Ozmir's power, but I think Rakic gets it done. He's just the better overall fighter, and I think he, he might even find a finish here. So the pick is Rakic. Rakic is definitely somebody to be exciting excited about. Uh, on a huge streak and has gone 4-0 in the UFC, but his most recent win uh, cemented himself as a guy that uh, could be a contender. But, man, throwing him in there against Ozdemir, a guy that is right there at the top of the division, I think might be a mistake. Um, I think Ozdemir actually gets the job done. Uh, I'm going to side with him. Uh, I think he outboxes Rakic, although Rakic is the superior athlete, I think, Ozdemir is the more technical striker. So uh, I think Ozdemir uh, wins a decision, if not a TKO. So my pick is Ozdemir. Now moving on to the main event of the evening, we have a featherweight contest featuring the Korean zombie Chan Sung Jung, and, who is 15-5, and, and Frankie the Answer Edgar, who is 23-7-1. Now Nick, where did this fight open, and how has the public shifted things so far? 
Chung open minus 175, the comeback on Edgar plus 115. Right now what we're seeing over at BetDSI is minus 180, Jung, the comeback on Edgar plus 150. So line margins have tightened up again. This line's been bouncing up all over the place a little bit. It did creep up over 2-1, to one, I believe, and now it's coming back down a little bit. So there's going to be some sharp action on both sides of it. There's going to be a lot of people thinking that Edgar's totally done. They're going to come in throwing Jung and parlays and everything else. And I agree with that. I mean, there's no doubt that Edgar's on a decline here and Jung's kind of on the rise still and, you know, he's – the one to like and favor in this spot because obviously he's dangerous and he couldn't get the knockout win here over Edgar and that's what a lot of people are expecting him to do. But man, it's hard to count Edgar out and it's hard to lay the chalk. Even though Edgar is a declining fighter, I mean, what he has as far as fight IQ and, and game planning and everything, the ability, man, if he survives this fight and doesn't get knocked out, he probably wins. So it's a dogger pass situation for me despite the uh, what is a legit decline in Edgar, even though he can compete at a high level compared to most fighters, of course. Um, I'm going to go outside the box and pick against the public grain here and go Edgar. So I pick Edgar to get the job done here, but wouldn't be surprised if Jung gets a knockout. So be careful. Betting this fight should be a fun one, though. And I'll side with the public here. Um, Edgar was preparing to drop down to the Bantamweight division. So even though he never was a guy that cut a lot of weight and he probably didn't have to lose a lot of muscle, um, I do think he'll be a little bit undersized. Uh, Jung is super powerful and he was preparing specifically for this uh, fight, not like Edgar, who was expecting to fight a couple, uh, about a month from now. So, uh, I'm going to go with the zombie. I think he has the power to knock Edgar out, especially after Edgar was officially knocked out for the first time by Ortega. Uh, uh, and, uh, I do think, as Nick mentioned, Edgar is on the decline. My big concern is Edgar's wrestling. He might be able to grind out Jung, who is a super talented grappler, but Edgar has never been submitted. So, uh, I, I could see him, uh, taking Edgar down and working him over with uh, top position like he did against Yair Rodriguez, someone that knocked Jung out. So my pick is Jung, but I am definitely concerned about Edgar's wrestling. So that'll do it for our full event breakdown for UFC on ESPN plus 23. If we have a free play to give out, make sure to follow at MMA OB premium on Twitter because that's where we'll post them first. We can also notify you of our bets via email alert if you prefer that method. Just send an email to picks at MMAOddsbreaker.com and we'll add you to our free bet mailing list. Special thanks to BetDSI. Good luck, everyone, and hopefully the betting gods are on your side this weekend.